There are certain seasons it may be beneficial to dial in your nutrition. So in this episode, we're covering when to dial in your nutrition, why you might be motivated to do so, and a vital piece of the puzzle, how to dial in your nutrition well. All right, let's do this. Welcome to the Tough Love Mom Podcast, where you'll get the equipping and encouragement you need to do the hard things that lead to a healthy life. I'm Liz, and I'm a mom just like you. I've struggled in my journey, but I overcame by educating myself and by hearing about moms who had done hard things too. Get ready for the information you want and the motivation you need. You ready, friend? It's tough love time. We are coming up on a month that can bring a lot of change. There's transitions from summer break to school, or you might still have a trip out of town scheduled and will have to get your feet back under you when you get home. Whatever it is, August is often a month full of change, and that change can lead to inconsistency in our journeys. That's why our next Tough Love Mom Consistency Challenge is happening in August. If you've taken part in one of our consistency challenges before, you know how it works. But if you haven't, here's how. Every day in August, you'll do 30 minutes of physical activity. That's it. It's simple, and the whole point is consistency. Now remember, consistency is not the same thing as perfection. Are you worried that you can't do it every day? That's fine. Think you can, but then in the middle of August, you fall off for a day? Whatever. Contrary to popular understanding, consistency is actually built by picking back up after an off day or an intentional day off. Consistency is not built through perfection. In fun fact, the moms who actually get the most out of the consistency challenge aren't the ones who do it perfectly for all the days. They're the ones who do miss a day or four and get back up and keep going. These 30 minutes of physical activity can be spent however works for you in the season that you're in with the goals that you have. All you need to do is pre-decide what that will look like, commit to doing it, and get after it. To join us, get your hands on the tracker, And to get weekly encouragement throughout the month of August, get on the Consistency Challenge waitlist at the link below or by heading to the Tough Love Mom Consistency Challenge.com. I cannot wait for August and to get after it alongside you. At the beginning of the summer, in our listener community on Facebook, which is the Tough Love Mom Squad, if you're not in there, I asked what moms wanted to hear about on the podcast over summer. And yes, you can literally get your questions directly answered on here by joining the group or sending your question to our tough love text line at 205-809-7300. So this episode is based on one of those questions that was submitted. Here it is. When you're in a season where you want to dial in your nutrition, what does it look like? What do you focus on and prioritize? And what are some examples of what those meals might look like? So personally, I've been a mom for almost five years And the level at which my nutrition has been, quote, dialed in ebbs and flows, and it's done so many, many times over the years. So I'll be answering what it looks like, 
what to focus on and prioritize, and how to dial in your nutrition, aka what your diet would look like. To do this, we are going to talk about when to dial in your nutrition because it shouldn't be on a whim or all of the time, why you might want to, and how to dial in your nutrition well. First off, before we get into this, when we talk about dialing in your nutrition, it means really paying attention to what you eat and making conscious choices to optimize your health, well-being, and performance. So it's not just about going on a diet or restricting or making sure you're following some plan. It's being intentional, making conscious choices, and being purposeful about what you're doing for a bigger purpose. So first, let's talk about when you should dial in your nutrition, specific seasons or times of life. Um, I'm just going to list these out and give a quick note because you probably know in your mind when this would work for you. So preparing to conceive during pregnancy, because obviously your body's going through very significant changes in that season. Postpartum is a huge time because of the healing. Again, your body's going through more significant changes and you need to provide your body with those essential nutrients to heal and regain energy. That's, That's a vital thing. Breastfeeding. Um, sometimes moms are forced to dial their nutrition in because of issues the baby's having with what they're eating. Um, but it's also another time where your body's getting depleted. And so making sure that you're not just dialing it in for the purpose of weight loss or being able to get stronger and work out, but, but so you feel good and for optimal energy, breastfeeding is another time. And lastly, I just brainstormed a list of ideas that might be, um, impactful on a mom to dial in and dial in your nutrition is after a holiday or vacation where you were super lax, or if you just don't feel good after a season of travel or a holiday or something. So to recap, preparing to conceive pregnancy, postpartum breastfeeding, and after a vacation or a a season where you were really lax and, um, like relaxed with your nutrition. So those are some times not in a row, again, not all the time, but different seasons where you might be a little more purposeful or paying attention to what you eat. So big picture, you can feel better. Well-being, health, performance is all optimized. Now, why you might want to dial in your nutrition more specifically, if you have a goal of losing weight, gaining muscle or training for some sort of event, Um, obviously being in a calorie deficit or prioritizing protein or having an event like a marathon, a triathlon, or a Spartan, where you're expending energy in a certain way for different lengths of time, you need to be fueling in more specified ways. So that might be a season, whether you're wanting to lose weight or gain muscle, or you're training for something that you want to dial your nutrition in so you can better perform or better reach a goal. Recovery from an injury might be another time that you choose, like another reason that you choose to dial in your nutrition. Uh, Personally, I have some fairly significant back issues. Um, My lower back has a herniated disc, which means the disc is is ruptured. And uh, for the couple in my like very lower back, my L5S1, and then in a couple of the spaces above that, I have bulging discs, which basically means they're getting squished and it does not feel good. It can hit. Sometimes it hurts. Sometimes it doesn't. And what causes what I tend to notice causes a lot more pain is when I don't sleep well, when I have gained weight. So like they kind of get exasperated in pregnancy. And if, you know, I'm, I'm lax for a while and 
you know, gain a couple of pounds. I notice it then, but I especially notice it when I have more inflammation in my body. And that happens when I'm not sleeping well, when I'm overtraining and when I eat inflammatory foods, like when I eat things like a lot of sugar or a lot of like processed grains, um, just processed food in general, fried foods, things with different types of oils in them. I just do not do as well. My back hurts a lot worse and inflammation can cause pain in different ways. It does for me with my back. And so you might want, you might be motivated to dial in your nutrition when you're trying to recover from an injury or prevent more pain. Another reason you might want to dial in your nutrition is boosting your energy and your mood. Optimal nutrition can provide the necessary energy and nutrients that support your energy levels and promote a good mood, helping you cope with the demands of motherhood much better. Because we all know how stressful it can be when our minds go in a thousand directions, we're tired, we're already stressed, we're waking up stressed because the baby was crying. If you're giving your body junk and just processed foods and things that are not fueling you and they don't have great levels of nutrients, that's just going to get worse. You're going to feel worse. Food and mood are intricately connected. That's probably why they rhyme. (laughs) Not really, but let's just pretend. Food and mood, they are connected. Um, There's actually a study in 2022 of over 10,000 adults in the United States. And the more processed foods, the more ultra processed foods that they ate, the more likely these people were to report mild depression or feelings of anxiety. Your, your mind's ability to perform and feel good and have not just a positive outlook, but to avoid things like anxiety and depression. Food is a big part of that. It's not the only thing, uh, but it is instrumental. It is vital. It is one of the foundational pieces that can affect that. So again, you might be motivated to dial in your nutrition so you can feel better and have more energy. Now, and that's something a lot of moms want, right? So look at what you're eating. That might be a reason you want to do that. Another reason is long-term health and preventing chronic diseases. This can include wanting to prevent things like obesity, heart disease, and type 2 diabetes. A well-balanced diet, rich in nutrients, and low in processed foods. We've been bringing that up a lot today. Note that. um, Processed foods and unprocessed foods. But a well-balanced diet can actually contribute to long-term health benefits for both moms and families, leading to my final why that you might want to dial your nutrition in is setting a positive example. This might be especially important to you if you never had that example, or maybe you have experienced a lot of the benefits of dialing in your nutrition and just eating well and living a healthy life. So setting a positive example for your kids, for your family, for those around you could be another reason you're motivated to dial things back in. Now let's talk about how, and it's important. I want to pause real quick. Uh, We went over when those seasons might come up that you want to dial it in and why you might be motivated to do so because you have to recognize those two things. You can't just willy-nilly be like, okay, I'm going to dial in my nutrition now because I've gained a few pounds or I'm going to dial it in because I just had a baby or I'm pregnant or I'm going to dial it in just because um, I'm tired. You have to combine those different things. Like, are you in the right season to do this for you, for your family, for all of you know what you're going through and why? You have to be able to recognize both of those and not just go at it because of one reason. And I'm not saying that you can't just have one big reason that's motivating you and that should, you know, pursue you. Cause it takes some people going to the doctor and finding out they're pre-diabetic for them to get on track 
right? And get dialed in with things. It sometimes takes that, that pivotal moment. And that one thing I've talked to a lot of moms who had that experience and it might be that one thing, but I also want you to recognize other things that might be motivating you to do so. Because sometimes, you know, you're three months out from that doctor's appointment and you know, everyone at work brought in Krispy Kremes and you just want to go eat those donuts. And you might be like, you know, you're three months out from that appointment. It doesn't sink in as hard. Everyone else is doing it. There's a lot of factors that could influence you away from the original reason you were motivated to do this. And so it's good to just recognize, is there a season that I'm in that would bring a lot of purpose to me dialing in my nutrition and why? What are the benefits I'm getting out of it? What benefits have I already experienced that I can lean on when it gets hard and remind myself of when this gets hard? And why else am I doing this? What are the long-term reasons? Are there people around me that rely on me and are going to mimic what I do? Just think of all of those instead of just one. That way, when your motivation wanes, you have other things you can fall back on and rely on. Now, let's talk about how to dial in your nutrition well. Number one, do a quick look, quick look being the key into your caloric needs. There are many calculators out there. I actually have linked a few below in the show notes so you can compare what they say um, because you don't want to just like take one and be like, all right, that's the be all end all because that's what this one calculator said. I want you to do a couple different ones, compare what they say. The purpose of doing this step is understanding and adjusting the number of calories you consume based on your goal, whether it's maintaining, losing, or gaining weight. So I don't want you to do this and make it like, this is the be all end all and I have to be under it every single day because I want to lose weight. I want you to just to get a generic idea because maybe it tells you you need like 2,150 calories a day. Let's just throw that number out there. And then you take a couple days to evaluate how you've been eating over the last couple months. And maybe you realize, wow, I've consistently been like four to 500 calories over that for the most part, like I'm in a surplus most days. So this kind of makes sense why I've gained weight or not been able to lose weight. It just gives you like a reality check and the ability to adjust based on what your goals are. So again, it's not the be all end all. I don't want you focused in on that number and making it your, your God. And the one thing that's making you good or bad or passing or failing, because that's not true, (laughs) but I want you to just have awareness of what your body needs with what your goals are. So again, do multiple of the calculators just to kind of get an idea because they might give you different numbers. And again, the purpose is for understanding and awareness of where you're at and what your body needs based on your goal. And it's okay. Like if your goal is to lose weight and you know, okay, I should be in a calorie deficit to lose weight. You don't have to every single day. You can be in a calorie surplus like a a day a week. You don't have to be perfect. I hope that comes across every single time, almost in every episode. You do not have to be perfect to make this work. So that's step one is do a quick look into your caloric needs. Next up, I want you to prioritize protein. Protein is one of three macronutrients, the other three being carbohydrates and fats. Instead of looking at all three, and counting your macros and being, you know, super into that and making sure your numbers all right and figuring out what you need. I want you just to prioritize protein. Why? Most women don't eat enough protein specifically, and it's vital first off 
to get protein in. It's one of the three macronutrients for a reason. Our bodies need it, but it's also filling. It curbs hunger. It helps build lean muscle and it helps you maintain healthy weight. So prioritize your protein. What does that mean? Try to have a protein at every single meal. When you're having a snack, make sure there's some protein involved in there. And it's not just like 20 grams of carbs. Make sure that you're evening things out. Make sure that you're getting protein ample times, ample amounts throughout the day. I'm not going to tell you specific numbers or grams per kilogram of body weight because then we can get too much into the weeds. I just want you to look at when am I eating protein during the day and is it enough? Because most likely it's not. Try to get protein at every single meal. Try to prioritize protein when you have a snack. Um, Pair it with a carbohydrate, pair it with a healthy fat, but make sure you're getting protein in consistently throughout the day. It's actually going to help your energy levels too. Fun fact, because carbs will, depending on the type of carb, but most carbs will make you, will give you an energy spike and then you'll crash a little bit later. Protein keeps you full. Protein will help sustain that energy level and your body needs it to function best. So prioritize protein. Next thing I want you to do is check what you're drinking. Be honest with yourself about the amount of sugary drinks you've been having on a daily basis or even a weekly basis, because those often can become liquid calories and they're not filling. They will not fill you up. They're going to make you consume more. And I'm not telling you to cut them out. (laughs) I'm not like if you're someone who drinks like four diet Cokes a day, that's I'm in the South. So I feel like that's a common problem. That's totally fine. But try to aim to replace them over time with different options. You can do water with fruit in it. If you like the bubbly feeling, do sparkling water, stuff like that. This does not need to be an overnight change, but it is something that over time you should aim to change. Be realistic about doing it. Don't cut yourself off. Um, if that's something that doesn't suit you well, is just stopping cold turkey because sometimes that can be really hard on your mindset, on your, on your willpower. But I do want you to be honest with yourself about what you're taking in um, because Again, that can lead to these unforeseen calories that you're drinking and taking in without you noticing it. Last step, prioritize whole food-based snacks. Snacking is not bad. And if you're like pregnant or within that first year postpartum or lactating, you're hungry. So it's normal to be snacking. And even now, like I'm not breastfeeding anymore. Um, I work out consistently. I'm in a good way and I'm maintaining it. I still have snacks throughout the day. Snacking is not bad. And there's people that will be like, oh, well, intermittent fast and only have meals and don't snack after dinner and da, da, da. Like, I think it's more important to tune into your hunger cues and respond to those so you can be more aware of what your body needs instead of letting food be this emotional thing or this habitual thing, but actually something that is giving your body what it needs because you're listening to it. So snacking is not bad, but heavily processed foods are. So look for fruits, vegetables, anything with one one ingredient is ideal because those are going to be more whole foods, less processed or minimally processed. Um, but truly any fruits, any vegetables, things with like one ingredient, you like, you see it and you're like, Oh, I know what that is. You know, trail mix. Those are mostly one ingredient foods put in there. Check the back because some almonds are like coated in sugar and you just don't want that. Get something that is whole foods based that doesn't have added stuff in it. That's ideal. And again, like I said earlier, prioritize protein, hard boiled eggs, cottage cheese, turkey slices, beef jerky, turkey jerky, anything with protein is a great way to pair with your, with crackers, with 
fruits, with vegetables, um, anything like that. So when you're snacking, prioritize whole food based things. Now that we've looked at what you're eating to dial in your nutrition, I want to talk about your thoughts really quick. And the reason why is because it's always easiest to take the path of least resistance, which is full of things like eating when you're bored or eating treats and processed foods because you don't have to prepare anything or eating how you've been used to eating prior to dialing in your nutrition. This is the hard part of dialing things in because it's all about your habits and the path of least resistance is the habits you've been used to doing, whether they're productive or unproductive for your health. In starting point school, the nutrition pillar actually has the most starting points to choose from because this is where moms get tripped up the most. There's actually eating breakfast, having a structured lunch, um, eating dinner at home, like prepping and eating dinner at home. But then there's also intentional morning snacking, intentional afternoon snacking, intentional nighttime snacking, tuning into your hunger cues. It's a lot. There are a lot of starting points. And the reason is because dialing in and getting a grip on your nutrition, you know, like eating healthy, it's not and should not be an overnight thing. There are so many different times of day that we eat. There are so many different factors that contribute to why we eat the way we do that you have to address those one at a time. And if you want to do this change, this dialing in, in a way that sticks long-term, starting point school is honestly the best option so you can do it the right way. So you can pick one of those events at a time, whether it's lunch or nighttime snacking or whatever. So go to startingpointschool.co so you can get more information, get signed up. It is there. It is open. You can get going on it today and start addressing these things today and dial in your nutrition well. But Again, you have to tackle your habits and your thoughts around why you're eating the way you are and have a doable and sustainable plan to tackle those habits that you want to change so your nutrition can get dialed in and it's not like, okay, I'm dialing in my nutrition for a month and then I'm going to go back to my old habits for three. Like you don't want this roller coaster, right? Starting point school gets you away from that roller coaster and off of it, but you can very easily, like everything you've learned in this episode, you could just go apply it right now overnight, but you're likely going to get to a point where you're not dialing in your nutrition anymore. And you'll do that for as long as it takes until you're frustrated again and you want to dial it in again. So again, I'm sharing with you today ways to dial in your nutrition, when you might want to do so and why you might be motivated to do so, but you want to make these habits last and stick. So do it in a way that's going to last. Now, do you have to keep your nutrition dialed in? Let's talk about this. Do you need to keep it dialed in at all times? Once you get there, do you need to keep things reined in? No, absolutely not. You're going to go back on vacation. You might have another baby and be, you know, have a rough postpartum season where thinking about your nutrition is the last thing on your mind. You might have a major life change. Like we had our move last fall. That was a doozy for me. You have to be more flexible and you should be more flexible. But again, you just don't want to get on that roller coaster of I've dialed it in and now you know, we just moved across the country and I'm going to be not dialed in for three months. You don't want to get on that roller coaster. So there is a way you can efficiently get your nutrition dialed in, like do it quick, but by raising your baseline habits around food over time, you have to 
change things slowly. So it's not like, okay, I'm dialing it in. So I'm cutting out diet Coke and I'm going to start eating breakfast and I'm not going to snack after dinner. Only, I'll only do that if I'm actually hungry, you know, making all those changes at once is going to be exhausting. It's going to really decrease your willpower over time. And before you know it, you're going to throw your hands up and say, not worth it. Um, you know, I'm going outside of this dialed in my nutrition again, we are going on vacation. And then you just kind of stay in that place for a while. You want to be able to raise your baseline again, make changes doably, sustainably over time. So that baseline habit level around food raises so you can dial in your nutrition when you need to, and then fall back to that baseline. That's still healthier habits. Again, starting point, starting point school is the place to learn how to do that. You can get accountability along the way and make these changes in your lifestyle for good. And once you do, you maintain that and you're flexible when you need to. And then you dial it in when you need to. It will be an ebb and a flow as it should be, but not this extreme ebb and flow that feels like a roller coaster. There are going to be many different times in life or reasons why you might want to dial in your nutrition. And if you're there, just remember, figure out your caloric needs just so you have awareness of them, prioritize protein, get honest about the liquids you're drinking, prioritize whole food-based snacks, and finally, you have got to take the path less traveled for a bit until you beat it down enough to make it your new path of least resistance. I know you're capable of this. If you're ready to dial in your nutrition, come share in the Tough Love Mom Squad what you took away from this episode today. And if you'd like some accountability from other Tough Love Mom Squad members, just let them know, like post up in there, ask for some encouragement or an accountability buddy. And remember, if you need the step-by-step process to deal with the habits you have around nutrition and address them one at a time so you can truly raise your baseline habits and change them, head to startingpointschool.co to get signed up today. We'll be talking more about nutrition in next week's episode. So until then, friend, get after it. Before you go, thank you for spending this time with me on the Tough Love Mom podcast. If this episode encouraged you in any way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a review, letting me know how the show has impacted you. Then send this episode to another mom friend or take a screenshot, post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me on this journey to impact thousands of moms. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you, sister. Until next time, get after it.